Welcome back, listeners, <laughs> to Thoughts and Prayers. Um, as we are here with Monte Carlo. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Welcome, Monty. Hey, Monty. He's from the Nice um, podcast. Am, am I saying it right? I'm not, it's not N I S N I C E. It's you guys actually say nice. Nice. Yeah. It's um, uh, the Nice podcast. Me and uh. Uh, he regrets not being able to make it, but my co-host, uh, Big Mac McCarthy, um, we invite our friends on to go in and talk about, uh, including Q&A. It's coming soon. <laughs> yes. Shining. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about The Shining. You're not going to want to miss it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Big Mac I couldn't join, but uh, so it's just me. But yeah, we go and invite our friends on and talk about uh, niche interests, uh, hobbies that uh, people don't really get the opportunity to talk about. So they come on and um, make them talk about it for an hour. Nice. nice. And where can people find you? See? Boom. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can they find you, both the pod and you? Um, so We do it at the top because people we, – we can, you can look at the analytics and people don't listen to, like, the last minute. So <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. No, no worries. Uh, plugs out of the way. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, at Monty3 underscores Carlo, C-A-R-L-O. Uh, and you can find the podcast. It's just N I C E on, um, Apple, Spotify, blah, blah, whatever one. And now Substack. Yes. <laughs> they, so they've joined, brand, us, they've joined us over there. So yeah, brand new, uh, the, the, the fire alarm, uh, brand new <laughs> alert. Uh, me and Mac launched a Substack called, at, well, it's very nice dot substack.com. Uh, it's basically just an opportunity for any fans, uh, to go and like, uh, for instance, uh, the pool house episode that we came out with, um, someone left this like really cool, uh, like breakdown questionnaire, uh, follow up on the episode. And so, uh, pool house is actually able to respond on our Substack. So oh. it's, it's kind of like oh, keeping yeah. the conversation alive. I mean, we're taught, we're coming on with like a lot of like really like interesting stuff. Uh, for instance, the episode that we have coming out with Cy from rare candy, uh, we get into nice. like some really big, like alien uh, and like DMT stuff. So oh, hell yeah. a lot of people are going to have something to say about that. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, we'll go subscribe to nice and subscribe to thoughts and prayers. Um, it costs you nothing. Do it. it yeah. <laughs> it costs nothing. Um, well, I feel like we kind of reviewed the premiere before a got on and Ace probably heard about it ad nauseum. So I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say, but, uh, Monty and I were at the, whatever, yeah. We were at the MV and Desi- MV slash Desire premiere, which was um, Priya the doll, Salome, and Amy Amy's movie, um, trans Amy, uh, Amy Therese. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting, weird night. I was telling A that I felt like the autism levels were high in the room <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean you you bring together you bring together that many trannies and under one roof. It's uh... yeah, like trannies and Twitter people. Yeah, it's not good odds, really. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm sorry. Like you know, like uh, <laughs> like you can't tell who's who's uh, who's a tranny or like who's just a uh, 
like one of these like bap guys who are like wearing a skirt like you can't tell anymore <laughs> no you definitely can't i will say i saw the hottest training i've ever seen in my life um like the most the most passing i've ever seen in my life I don't know if I should say her at because <laughs> maybe it's mean, but she has an OnlyFans. Um, so I did witness that someone I would have never clocked if she hadn't told me. So, you know, that, that happened. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it was fun. I had a fun night. I, I, I think it was mostly really, uh, I liked meeting a lot of people who I have met online before, but hadn't seen in person. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Howling Mutants hot for the gay listeners. I'll tell you what? That. Oh, Howling Mutants. <laughs> yeah, can't confirm. What it's? Uh, I, I met him too. I wasn't ready for. Um, I mean, uh, we talk physiognomy online all the time, so you kind of expect him to be like the horrific, horny monster. He's just like a regular, like good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, a- any just... any woman would be uh, thrilled to be prowled by him. Yeah, I definitely was thinking like horny, nebbish, Jewish looking guy, but he's like a, he has Chad physiognomy (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Um, Any, do you, do you, do you have any And the movie was good. And the movie was good. Yes, that's true. We should say that. We are going (laughs) to. Yeah, we we should should talk about the movie. It was fun. (laughs) Amy is going to come on to tell us about the movie, but yeah, uh, at some point, but yeah, the movie was really funny and I thought it sort of was a weird blender blender smoothie situation of like rosemary's baby and sex in the city and weird (laughs) online twitter um (laughs) discourse stuff they did a they had a whole segment on sissy hypnoporn favorite twitter topic so i thought that was really funny and yeah the crowd was I, i thought the crowd was laughing for the most part which is what the goal was you know i asked a really bad question in the end what did you ask? Yeah, you told I I went outside to smoke a cigarette. Sorry. Um, oh no, the, I, I just asked like how, <laughs> I just asked how much of this was based off of real life. Just I mean, it's like it's a Q and A, and like no one was asking that, so I was like obligatory. <laughs> like, but the problem was is I didn't realize that I was being called on to ask a question, so I just like thousand yards stared at for a while. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get to see a whole lot of the Q&A, unfortunately, because um, I didn't immediately go outside to smoke a cigarette. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was. I think, I, I'm really proud of them. They're just like, I think of them as, I mean, I think of you as like a kid too, but they're just like, they're so <laughs> young and they managed to pull off a short film, which is harder than people think, you know, so. It seemed like some reviews were coming in as well. <laughs> The most offensive <laughs> movie of all time, or whatever. <laughs> I also thought the Red Scare subreddit dragging dragging the event was really funny because it was so packed with Red Scare pe- adjacent people, you know. But I will give that I will give that a that person a shout out for saying "retard riot wall to wall." Yeah, it's really good. Honestly, <laughs> that 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 should be like the copy for the poster when the movie comes out. I also thought it was funny when it said BMI well above average, which I don't think is true. I looked through it's a bunch not, of pictures. I looked through a bunch of pictures. There was a <laughs> lot of skinny people there. There was also a shocking amount of not white people there, which I thought was good for the scene. There was lots yeah. of mixed race couples and race yeah, play cue. Basil was in his race play thing. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I went and brought my uh, uh brought my lady friend that was uh not white. It was exciting. Yeah. It was definitely a, a race play, a race play night for the ages. Um, 
The sex right. lectic was strong in that building. The sex lectic <laughs> was strong, yeah. Um, all right, so what we're talking about today is MILF supremacy, and I want to make sure we start talking about it while A is still with us. Um, uh, the term MILF, if you are not familiar, <laughs> which I think would be really weird if you're not, is mother I'd like to fuck, right? Or love to fuck? I think either one is works, right? I mean, hey, listen, I love to fuck them. Let's <laughs> okay. put it that way. So I was going to... Oh, did Monty freeze? Um, I don't know if he froze, but he's become... Okay, now it looks like he froze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hope that he's just comes back in like a second. I'm um, sure he will. I'll ask you while we're waiting for him, why do you identify as a MILF supremacist? Oh, there it looks like he's back. Oh, he's back. Okay. You froze that, yeah, a... Oh yeah, yes, no hi. worries. We were just we were just weren't sure if we lost you or not. No worries. No, I'm back. Back from the dead. Lazarus. I dead. just asked I just asked A why he identifies as a MILF supremacist while we were waiting <laughs> for your thing to reload. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not something that I intentionally chose. I don't know. I guess, I mean, it happened as I got older, you know, I have kids, essentially I'm, I'm married to one. So, (laughs) um, shout out to her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so it just kind of comes with the territory, you know, I, you know, uh, you just, these are now my peers, you know, it just, uh, you know, it just happened, you know, I don't know. Right. This is the age of people that you're, we're now cavorting in lots of, lots of of MILFs (laughs) or wannabe MILFs. Yeah. I'm trying Um, to get a plus one to that PTA conference. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hook me up. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. Abe probably knows at least a few single. Um, <laughs> um, but I okay. So I I have a I, I thought a lot about the mil the milf milf concept, and I think there's a few key tenets to the cultural milf. <laughs> you know, the like what's portrayed in films. They're almost always rich, right? Um, they almost always have big big titties. Um, they're almost always suburban and they're almost always white, at least in most like of the quintessential, uh, <laughs> mill films and like TV shows and stuff. The only exception I could really think of, of, of like a MILF coded character that's not white is Sofia Vergara's character in Modern Family. <laughs> she kind of, yeah, but she's like barely a... even a MILF. She like, she comes off more of a, as like a, um, like mail order bride. Yeah, that's true. You're right. The stereotype is definitely more like foreign younger bride. So I thought we and could start. I, I with... would dis- somewhat dispute big titties as well, but we can we can talk about that as time comes. But... Well, I'm thinking of like the who I'm thinking of the quintessential media milfs. I'm not talking about like real life. No, I mean me me too. But yeah, we we'll, we can get there. We'll get there. <laughs> okay, it sounds like you, you have a bit strong. Well, well, we have experts in both fields. We have uh, we have <laughs> through, through, through the screen and through the and through real life <laughs> well i thought the original milf i mean i guess the, the the one that came to mind that's like the earliest was mrs robinson from the graduate right yeah but Easily. prime example i mean true yeah she had huge so, knockers what are you talking about what what no. mrs robinson come on let me see <laughs> i oh, listen it's burned in my memory the uh the image of um of uh when she's like coming down in her little like nighty or whatever and uh, mm. like, and just her tits are just in full display. It's that that was 
that that fired Maybe off I'm all miss, of me. I haven't time. watched the movie in a long time, but I didn't. I thought she was busty. Her. Yeah, she maybe yeah, my, my sexual maybe. synapses were firing. <laughs> I'm looking at images now from the movie. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't really know what counts as a busty lady. Well, we've okay, got well, two votes against one, so I guess I'm outnumbered. But well, okay, I, mean, so, I guess I guess what what Q's trying to get at here is that like Jennifer Coolidge is like basically like the archetype. Like that is like the the foundation. Like when when we think of milf, it's quite literally in the context of American Pie. Like that's the milf in question, yes. but also mm-hmm. like, like big tits, like perfect, like perfect hair, and uh, <laughs> like, like it, it's not even necessarily the woman that like is the object of your desire, but it's like the woman that like you think you could actually like get with. <laughs> I okay, I like that. I agree with that. Um, I think that. Well, I was what I was going to draw the line between the graduate and. Uh, American Pie is do you think the MILF is well a, a already sort of like uh kind of went against my theory but I thought the MILF was like a young man's fantasy because in both of those films and in a lot of media and I was thinking of the that song Stacy's Mom from Fountains of Wayne shout out New Jersey sure. um they were all um you know it's all like sort of like young man's like mommy fantasy but then a was like kind of like no these are you know <laughs> this is a fantasy that i developed as i got older no i think so. it is a young man i mean i had i had that i had like adolescent milfs you know as well <laughs> i guess so i guess i can't totally chalk it up to that but yeah in that when i was younger it i guess was more like yeah, almost like a more accessible thing, like a a girl next, a milf next door. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. it's it's more like, well, I don't know how much credence you guys want to give to this, but um, uh, there's like, I, someone had tossed out a while ago that like foot fetishists are like, um, like they got scolded a lot when they were younger, and so like their head pointed down, and they were staring at people's <laughs> feet, and so like know. you know like the shame aspect along with like what you're physically oh. looking at. Like, hence why, like, when you get, like, abused or whatever, like, that becomes your kink later. Um, Interesting. That actually makes sense. I've never been able to understand a foot fetish before. That, for the first time, is allowing me to kind of make sense of that. Interesting. Well, they're deep, They're deeply broken people. Uh, yeah. So I don't blame you. But um, <laughs> but uh, just for it, it, in the context of MILFs, it's, um, it's like your parents' friends uh, when you're, like, 13 years old and, like, going to soccer practice and, like, you know, Gavin's mom's got a set. Um, (laughs) And uh, also like, don't give you attention, you know? Even though I'm gay, I remember like being, like when my mom's friends were over and like, I do remember it being a very like intense moment when like a woman was like breastfeeding or something. And I was like a kid, (laughs) like being very like, just being very curious, like, you know, like wanting to sort of look, but not wanting to look and... (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean like I kind of remember that um yeah well and I feel like as a guy you know I mean especially when you're like younger and whatever but it's like almost just a way a a default way of like entertaining yourself is just kind of scoping out the scene of like who's ever around you know whatever like yeah it's soccer practice or whatever so Mm -hmm. yeah you're just kind of thinking about it and then you know it's like yeah, you just see, oh, like, yeah, maybe, you know, Mrs. whatever, like, she's kind of got it going on, you know? 
Yeah, and I think that part of the fantasy, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think I, I think I'm right. Is part of the fantasy is like girls your age are still uh, inexperienced, and like the milf could like show you the ropes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean that, that's kind of the whole conceit of um, of the Graduate, where Benjamin Braddock is basically like assaulted by um, uh, by Mrs. Robinson. Like it's uh, she's so forward with him that it's like. It's tough because, like, you like as a young man, like you're so like wound tight, like sexually speaking, that when someone comes and literally just like just let me do it for you, uh, that that's definitely like really hot. But also, um, like this is the same woman that gives you fruit snacks, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about how it doesn't work really in the even though I think the Dilf is a archetype, I don't think it works in the exact same way the MILF works because I think like a DILF is like for women is a man who they think could like provide for them. It's not like a sexual fantasy really. Uh, well, it's a matter of fact, if he actually does have kids, it's like they don't want them anymore. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think the DILF is more like a provider type man and the MILF is more of like a sexual sexualized. Well, fantasy. I think the DILF can be a thing. I think it is a thing, but I think it's more limited to like where a MILF has broader appeal amongst men. The DILF as a sexual thing, I think applies only to girls with like daddy issues, basically. Right, mm. right. It's true. And I think that the age gap thing feels more, it feels more predatory <laughs> in the DILF direction <laughs> than it does in the MILF direction. Cause I was thinking the other thing I was going to think to bring in, and I don't know if this is like, uh, I, I think it's an interesting Twitter reaction whenever there's like a hot for teacher tabloid story. Yes, sir. Um, and then all the, <laughs> yeah. all the right wing guys are like, Oh, when I was his age, I would have shut the fuck up and been happy. My teacher let me fuck her or whatever. And I was like, I was wondering if that if that was part of the milf fantasy too, because that is something I see like every couple months, you know. The like, oh, yeah. Mary. I mean, I never out. really had a hot teacher, though there were some at my school. And yeah, I mean, it's another thing where you're just like, this is like sucks. Like I'm in class learning about some stupid shit. But like, maybe I could have a hot teacher. That'd be kind of cool. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, I just think it's tough because uh, so I'm, I'm 29 years old. And when I was in middle school was when like the personal computer was like really ubiquitous, specifically the laptop. So like the family laptop, I, I bricked out just going on to like really shady, <laughs> sketchy porn, uh, like porn websites and stuff. So the um, it wasn't even a matter of like if the teachers were hot or not. Um, I was just like a horny rage monster and like, it doesn't matter that like Miss Buno was like 80 years old and like disgusting. Um, I, I was, I, I was just like x-ray vision through her clothes. I'm like, I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> and so to go, kind of go at the MILF thing, it's like, well, everyone went to school unless you're like, like a homeschooled person or whatever, then you got more issues. But, uh, in, in the MILF context, like, yeah, like older women, or just kind of like what you're looking at when you're horny. It's not even a matter of like getting horny for them. Have you really, have you dated an older woman ever? Cause I, I do know some guys who like kind of are really into that in general. I'm just curious, Monty. Um, I mean, I, 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 I a lot of my, uh, my dating history was with like older women. 
Oh, interesting. And, and, but like again, like not like crazy, like three or four years older than yeah. me. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying I know some guys who say that almost all their girlfriends were like, you know, four to five years older than them for like some reason. They're like, I don't know why. That was just always the, <laughs> that was just always the case. <laughs> um what do you think you what do you think you like about it? Um uh, the, oh, so there, there's an aspect to like younger girls where, so it's tough because when, especially in the context of dating, where like you want to like form a relationship with someone, uh, younger girls are more difficult because um, like we've all had that like mid twenties, uh, like I don't want to be like locked down. I still want to like be in my party phase. I still want to go and like do me like, like the, I still need to like be on like other people's boats. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to like give up that on that part of my life yet. <laughs> yeah. But um, someone who's like a little bit older and then like, you know, uh, we're assuming here, we're taking a big leap, a big if uh, they, they have matured in that time. Um, there, there, there is kind of like a, uh, a really comfortable, um, I, I don't know. I guess there's just like more like trust there or something. Hmm. I, I I can trust that you're not gonna go and like go out to the club and like cheat on me with like just some guy because that's like 26 year old behavior and you're 33. <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of feel that. And I my like yeah, actually my wife is older than me just by a couple years, but yeah, and um and that was uh, that wasn't like something I no one else I dated was had been older than me but you know i guess the person that i married was so that says something but um but yeah that but it was kind of the issues not not any serious issues but like I, being the younger one i was the one who was more like just trying to party and stuff you know yeah. and, um but you know she got me to settle down and kids well i mean it's tough because like like you're i don't care like male female whatever like you're supposed to sow your oats you know you're supposed to go and like like be a freak when you're younger like it's it's fun it's exciting like that's why the whole like trad wife thing of like yeah let me go and impregnate a 14 year old and like bring her out to the (laughs) woods with me it's like what are we doing here yeah yeah but yeah no it is like more like if you want like a chill or like just more I guess kind of solid relationship yeah I think being with someone who's evolved past that phase is it does seem like to go, it's to like, go and bring it back to MILFs here she's already divorced yeah. like you are the fun period again she's got alimony yeah. coming in and she's got like snacks around the house what's not to love it's great yeah I mean being a stepdad seems like it would kind of suck but I mean, your girlfriend comes with an Xbox. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, Monty, you would be the not the stepdad, but the dad who stepped up. No, I'm the sneaky link who comes over in the middle. Of the <laughs> okay. Like, if anything, it's gonna be like, a, like a, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. It's just me, like stealing food at 3 a.m. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I do think I was wondering if like where the like Monty kind of brought up something that I thought was I did actually think about like where the MILF fantasy will go because it seems like Zoomers have all this weird pressure are putting on this weird pressure on themselves to like get married younger and I don't know if that's bearing out in like the actual numbers I have no idea like statistically speaking but at least on our side of Twitter it does seem like everyone's like 
really pushing that more than I remember that. Pushing what? Getting married? Younger. Yeah, getting married Mm. younger. It seems like it's like a much bigger deal than I remember it being. Well, keep in mind, it's like all of these like whatever podcasts or whatever, like going and dunking on these like OnlyFans whores. Like it's it's really difficult. Like we're seeing the slingshot kind of come backwards into being like so cringe. Uh, I think we can all agree here that like the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, you'd prefer to like not have them be like crack whores. Um, but again, I, I just think that like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I, like, we can all agree that that's like bad, but also like, can we not be like smarms? Yeah. It's, ex- it's extremes, right? It's like, it's not like it's like crack whore or like virginal trad wife. <laughs> there right. is, exactly. there's a lot in the middle of those two pretty extreme situations. <laughs> So, I would like have, the woman I'm dating to have friends and like have experiences. Like that's like what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if like the the milf thing will change if if they're actually and I don't even this is a big if because I don't even again I don't know if people are actually getting married and having kids younger or if that's just a perception I have because of a very skewed like you know corner of Twitter that I happen to inhabit. I think yeah. it just depends on how much SSRIs and how much like fucking like HRT or whatever they're putting in the water. Like, yeah. I, 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 I think that like, like MILFs are Lindy. I don't know what to tell you. Like guys have been horny for them forever. <laughs> like that's not going away. Yeah. The MILF will survive the homesteader. Uh, maybe even get stronger. Maybe the MILF <laughs> will even like grow stronger as the, as the Nazis go out to their homestead. Many children. Home, the survival of the fittest, the fittest birds. <laughs> the Uber MILF. The Uber MILF. <laughs> yeah, I would like that. Uber Mensch, Uber MILF. That should be the title of the episode. Put um, on a t-shirt. So who do you, I mean, who is your favorite media MILF? Monty and then A, we could do that. I mean, mine's Jennifer Coolidge because all the gays love her. I think even though, and it's, it's funny because she's not actually a mom. Um, but she's my favorite sort of like MILF-esque actress and character. Uh, mine's got to be uh, Jessica Chastain. Again, another like not, mo- well, uh, the abortions count, but from uh, from Mad Men. <laughs> um, no, no, wait, that, that's not Jessica Chastain. What's, no, I know um, who you're talking about, though. I, I know, I already know who you're talking about. Uh, I, like, oh, like Joan? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the her name? What line. is her name? Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks, yeah, with yes. her fucking udders. Yeah. Oh, I love her. <laughs> yes. And yeah, she's not actually a mom either. So interesting, two of these. She is such a, yeah, she is such a um, MILF archetype and not, not actually a mother. What about you, A? I you mean... can plead the fifth and say your wife. You really can. <laughs> yeah, true. you can do that of course i mean her she's obviously you know number one but as far as a, a change my answer it, also a's wife <laughs> <laughs> my apologies excuse me <laughs> no it's all good um i mean i just gotta go with the classic mrs robinson i think i mean i don't know yeah. if that's sort of a cop-out but i mean no, it's fine. We're talking about famous milfs. I, mean, I, yeah. I too would like to be seduced by uh yeah. mrs robinson <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not super a Jennifer Coolidge fan to me. I know that's going to be unpopular with with Q and your fans, but 
No, it's okay. What's um? Yeah, she's not a she's not a wood for you in her American Pie era. Maybe in the American Pie area or era, I was looking back at at photos, and she did look pretty good. But um, yeah, I don't know. She's just a little. She's a little little cartoonish. Yeah, she has a lot yeah. of plastic surgery yeah. and stuff. Oh, like I, that. I love that about her. Again, the whole <laughs> like the the rich lady with like the hair extensions, like the perfect hair every day, and then like the the fucking like like way too old for those lips. Like, I just think that they're like a sexual abomination. That is just like so fun. <laughs> yeah, I I like it too. I kind of also think another not mom, but I think I think Lana Del Rey is sort of morphing into like milk a Jennifer coded. Coolidge. One hundred percent. She's sort of becoming like a Jennifer Coolidge type milf character a little bit, and she's getting kind of cartoonish with the plastic surgery too. The lips are getting bigger, the boobs are getting bigger. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, she's got that um uh. She's kind of got. She still has to some some of that like stomach punch, uh, yeah. like from from we saw from the, uh, the the campaign she did for Skims recently, um, which A plus, but um, <laughs> but I mean otherwise it's uh, I don't know it's the the whole like thick movement has gotten like way out of hand. Uh, it, it's not the fact that like guys like like spilling out of like their shirts like fat women or whatever, like the whole like oh. Um, like real girls have curves. Like, yeah, I mean, that doesn't apply to your stomach, but whatever, bitch. But um, <laughs> it's, I, I just think that like a woman with like a little bit of like flesh on her, like a little bit of meat on her is like always hot. And I think that like the, the baby fat that comes with um, like having a child that like naturally makes your boobs bigger, like your like body, like your rib cage expands and like you're, you just become a little bit like wider in general. I think it just means like high fertility and like, I don't know, it's, like a healthy woman is hot. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it signals like a yeah. I agree. Fertility. There is something about the fertility aspect of it too. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean that's if, we're how... gonna, if, we're, if we're gonna take seriously the whole like, oh, if you put like make like a lipstick on, that like gets got like men are um like can't help being horny by that because it's like natural like imitating like nat- natural like fertility blah blah blah. There's no reason why like a woman who's like given birth like like that's way more of a one-to-one than like blushing is that what people say about lipstick and makeup it's to make a woman look more fertile i've never really thought about that well it simulates like like blush on the cheeks is like when they're actually blushing like it's just like imitating the um like the like sexual intimacy that like a woman has with like someone who like they're getting like hot and heavy with i just thought it was scary whore alchemy like (laughs) that's better like I just thought it was like scary whore magic that like some ancient woman <laughs> discovered, you know? Cause it is crazy. When I, when I see girls put on makeup, like the before and after it is, it's truly insane. Well, there's that one of that, like uh, trailer trash woman who like is missing teeth, who has like a heat, like a glow up within like her own makeup video. And it's like, <laughs> Holy shit. That, that should be illegal. I know, but even just like normal, even normal, pretty women, I'm just saying like when they put on makeup, I'm like, wow, you look like, you look like not tired and like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like you look like you've like had an amazing rest for like 12 hours and you're just <laughs> emerging into the day. I don't know. It's I, 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 I'm sad that men cannot put our makeup and have it be not laughable and clownish. I would love yep. to put on a little makeup, but it would be. <laughs> Some men would, do it. Gay guys do it. 
I know, but I think it looks bad when they do it. I think it looks clownish when men do it, but it doesn't mm. look it doesn't look clownish when women do it. I don't know why. Well, it's probably well, just because they're not doing it right, or they don't know how to do. Well, it. it's also really tough to because it, yeah. like the the difference between like looking good in real life and looking good in pictures are like so different. Mm-hmm. Like I can't begin to tell you how many times I'm like going for like a like a walk or something, and I'll see like women with like complete fa- like done faces that like I'm I know the pictures later are gonna be fire or whatever, but. It, it when I see them walking down the street, I'm like, you look like a clown. Like there's, yeah. there's too much going on here. Like I can like, see the contour lines or whatever. Like, men wear makeup when they go on TV. That's, That's right. true. Mm-hmm. They do. Guyliner. We learned that yeah, from it looks Catherine. crazy like in real life, but then yeah, how it translates to the screen or whatever. Yeah, Catherine D told us that they like Tucker wears makeup and stuff <laughs> when she went on. Um, I'm in, okay. I'm interested in him interviewing Putin. <laughs> That's be weird. <laughs> I'm excited. I wonder if he's going to ask him about milfs. Yeah, maybe he has Putin's his... more into little boys, I think. But no, he has his. He, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with Putin's personal life. He has his little uh, Russian ballerina wife stashed away in Monaco with three kids. <laughs> I had a friend who was dating a son of a diplomat and he, the 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 diplomat said the word on the street like in the diplomat scene was that putin is like banging twinks on the dl i mean that could be true because the, the truth is is like um i could see <laughs> now we're not talking about putin but i don't care about <laughs> go, go, over, go over the conversation leads um i feel like a man like that probably has such perverted tastes like such a powerful man that he probably has like a mistress wife with kids and a you know uh-huh. and a harem of twinks and a weird russian prostitute situ you know he probably has all that going on yeah. Like high stress individuals, like the president, <laughs> um, like the, like you kind of you kind of do need like a button on your desk for like yeah, I, I just need my dick sucked right now. Like this isn't gonna work. Like, I just had a horrible intrusive image of Jill Biden like trying to like get down to her knees, like and she has to like support herself like <laughs> on a chair to even like get to that level yeah, she goes oh, and God. calls uh she goes and calls her assistant to go and bring like the throw pillow that she can <laughs> on. they're so old it's hard to even imagine i mean i'm sure they don't have sex sorry i mean i, I know everyone's like oh i'll love my wife forever but i think there's a point where actual sex retirement happens. homes beg to differ the guilt phenomenon you're forgetting yeah i, I think old people the... do get freaky I, yeah, it's hard to imagine. I guess we don't like to imagine it, but it's but about Joe is. Biden, I don't know. I I my I something tells me his tastes skew a little bit younger as well. But the um, only chem sex he has is with adrenochrome. Like I don't yeah. know what to tell you guys. He's not. I don't. I don't think he's fucking kids. I think he just really likes the smell of hair. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a more garden. Actually, that's one thing I'll say about Trump that I like is Trump's tastes seem kind of like normal man perverted well he's he, he's attracted swiss uh to um sports illustrated swimsuit magazine babes yeah yeah right. it's just yeah. like isn't a normal it, isn't it like barstool babes <laughs> totally i like that about him though like stormy daniels is definitely a milf is, a, is an actual mom and that's like 
you know, that's who he chose. He chose just sort of like a busty, sort of busted, busty and busted blonde <laughs> yeah. lady. Porn shark who knows how to throw it back, you know? Like yeah. He's paying top shelf. He's paying for top shelf. Like, what can we say? He didn't choose, like, yeah, anything super perverted. It's just kind of a standard slam pig, which I think, I think, I think, a, I think a president who chooses a standard slam pig is, is good. It's vital for the country, you know? <laughs> Well, um, I mean, that really is like an every man quality is, uh, uh, is the, the busted wife slam pig. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's, I, I, I appreciate that about him. It's, it doesn't see, I could not imagine him doing anything super perverted. I really couldn't. Um, <laughs> no. And I kind of believe that he didn't, I don't know, maybe this is naive, but I kind of believe that he actually just thought Jeffrey Epstein was like a garden variety pervert. And then later it, you know, became obvious that <laughs> there was some was shadier shit going down. What was I going to say though? Oh yeah, Stormy Daniels reminded me of because um, she's hosting some weird reality show now. I forget what it's about. It's like a gay reality show. Oh god, um, is she not yeah. hosting Milf Manor? <laughs> I, she's not hosting Milf Manor. I, I could have swore I saw a commercial for that recently. My bad then. Oh no, my no, god. no, we I are gonna, all Manor of these exists. all these reality shows like blend together for me. I can't tell them apart. Okay, wait, we're headed. We should have watched Wilf Milf Manor for this episode. I know we should have just watched an episode, but I'm going to tell you guys about it in a minute. But hold on, Please. I just want to. She is. I'll tell you the conceit, and you can tell me if if our society is over because I, I think it's. <laughs> Um, Stormy for the Stormy. love of Dilfs. That's the for the love of Dilfs. Yes, I was thinking. That's of it. why I thought it was Milf Manor. Okay, that makes sense. But here's the thing: she's actually younger than I thought she is. She's only forty four. Um, she looks way older because yeah. of all the <laughs> <laughs> because of all the facials. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she's hosting a show called Dilf Manor, which is gay guys. This this seems so perverted and sad and bad <laughs> for society. It's gay guys who want to date older gay guys. Um, what? And the thing I think is like hard about the show, and I want to see how they pull it off, is I just cannot imagine a scenario where all the young guys just don't start fucking each other. Like, I can't imagine a scenario where they stay in, like, the... Uh, del- you know what I mean? It just, well, seems like the, it just seems like the ultimate outcome is going to be the young guys are just attracted to each other. How do they keep them interested in the DILFs? I don't... Well, is there an equal young guy to DILF ratio? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that's weird is, like, I've always... I've, the reason I've always thought The Bachelor would never work but gay is because, like, how do they prevent all the contestants from just trying to fuck each other? Well, well okay, don't... I- I think I know a way that Dilf Manor like works. They go and have like uh, they go and have like one of those um, those screens that has like a display, of, uh, like a like a number display or whatever, like a bank. Uh, okay. But it's their student loan debt, and uh, if you fuck <laughs> any of the other contestants, the Dilf will not pay your student loans. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, some sort of ranking system. But yeah, that's always been my famous joke about The Bachelor is like they would just all the contestants would start fucking each other. And how would they get them to focus on one guy? Or you just you give the Dilfs drugs and then. Some then yeah, yeah, put, yeah, put it it's back like, in your coke in their pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they put, put, put poppers in their back pocket. <laughs> yeah, or give them coke. Okay, so Mil- here's the conceit of here's the conceit of Milf Manor. Um, I, I, it seems so bad and it seems like a devil's worshipping show, not to be reactionary, but that's how I feel about it. <laughs> so um, it's MILFs who think they're on a dating show to date younger guys. 
But when the guys are revealed, it's their own sons. But they're not supposed to date their literal sons. They're supposed to try to date these other guys. The other women's. (laughs) Yes, the other (laughs) women's sons. Oh, my God. Um, So it, it, it actually, it was kind of like... That is... It's really crazy. And then it, it put me into kind of an existential tailspin because I thought about being in these women's position and like. They <laughs> mommy, issues wanted... I, mommy issues I'd like to fuck. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's that, but it's also like probably for their own son, they'd like him to marry a woman his age and have like kids and stuff <laughs> because all these women have like 20 something sons. So they're too old to have kids now, um, you know, and it's like. It just kind of like watching the moment when they were, I I did watch a little bit of it and watching the moment when they reveal that their sons are there and watching the women have to contend with like their own desire to fuck a younger man, but also wanting to protect their son. (laughs) It was just like, I was like, oh, this is so evil. It's such an evil conceit, you know? I mean, it sounds like amazing television, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it just seems so bad. But yeah, I, I love wonder, that I the wonder... reality TV is just like an uh, arms race of like becoming more and more depraved. Oh yeah, dude, it's a fucking abuse simulator. Yeah, I mean, like like Love Is Blind, which is like my favorite reality TV show, is like yeah, uh, the only chance you could ever see this person is if you get uh, engaged to them, and the only way that you can actually keep dating them, the show will prevent <laughs> you guys from dating. Period. If you don't get married in like however many days. Uh, oh, do they sign? Do they sign contracts? They'll break up if they don't get married. I mean, the show acts like that's the case. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, I wonder like, how- I, or that, or the contestants are too retarded to to know that. Like, hey, can I just get your <laughs> number, and then afterwards we can just chat? Well, that's part of the whole depravity is that all the people are there for such like selfish or just like they they just want to be like tv whores you know in the first place that's so it's just like get all these people together they'll do whatever it they'll do whatever you ask just so they can like be on tv and get yeah that's that's the answer or whatever that's the not even secret no one no one no one still believes that that's not true now everyone who goes on a reality tv show is like a fame whore yeah even worse than podcasters (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh well uh f- f- famous uh failed reality tv show stars are um the the tate brothers oh what were they oh, on i didn't know, I didn't know that uh tristan was on a like naked and afraid style like survival mm-hmm. show and i think uh andrew was on like like he was uh one of the like um ensemble pieces or whatever on like a big brother season I definitely think that reality shows are like an MK Ultra avenue for sure. I mean, I think there are like really, really, really shitty ones that are like probably just sad, like trailer trash. But I, but I think there are ones that are truly like mind control for the population, like weird MK Ultra experience. I think we're like what I think sometimes we're literally watching human experimentation on TV. Oh, and I mean that in a hundred percent seriously. <laughs> like I think it's true, you know. <laughs> it's really dark. I can't even I can't even watch it, honestly. There there's a few shows I can I like um 90 Day Fiance. Actually. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's so, it... I, I feel dirty after I mean, but it is just so like the people are just so ridiculous. 
<laughs> don't you think love is, don't you think they are like psychological experiments though, to some extent? Yeah. They seem really evil. They On the, really... Oh yeah. I mean, they're totally mind fucking all the, and the contestants. I mean, obviously they sign up for it. So it's like, you can't really like feel too bad for them. But then, yeah, I think it's also like a mind fuck on all the people watching it. It's yes. like destroying oh, yeah. all of our minds. <laughs> well, just keep yeah. in mind the stakes of these shows. It's like you have to get married to them and like like give up like half of your assets and like be like legally like intertwined with this person. 90 Day Fiance, you'll literally get fucking deported. Um, like the, it's fine love or we'll ruin you. And like that's like the pressure uh, of that comboed with like the cameras on them. And then also just like the 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 after the fact editing of all of these like really intense right. reactions and interactions is like diabolical. It's like so evil. <laughs> these showrunners should be in jail. They definitely are like completely amoral, immoral yes. individuals. Yeah, um, the, the creator of MILF Manor should get the wall. <laughs> I'm certain that like I'm certain that most of the producers on these shows are like sinister gay guys because like some of the stuff they put them through it's like it seems like only stuff a gay guy could come could up only with. come from the mind of a sinister fag yeah I yeah agree. like well he's they, just, they all like... they all share these ideas and they brainstorm it at Brian Singer parties so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I could just imagine them all sitting in a room and they're like. <sighs> You like do a line. You're like, okay, what if? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On tonight's show, <laughs> and they it's like to- an industry that just like insanely rewards that type of like horrible thought process. You know, like I'm sure they get paid so much money, and you know, like all these advertiser money and shit. Like, so if you're just a sinister faggot, like, and you can cash in on that, I mean, <laughs> you know. No, I think I'd be good at it, and probably if anyone ever offered me an opportunity, <laughs> I, would, I would take it. But I do, um, as an outsider and not getting paid right now, I do want to say I think it's morally reprehensible, and all those people are going to hell. Um, um, thoughts and prayers, Productions. Uh, we're going to finance this. Uh, we're going to go and create the uh, the 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 anon like like matchmaker. We're going to go and put uh, and put incels and fem cells together. See what happens. That's a good idea for Pool House TV. We should do that. We should do a Twitter dating site like well we do have show. a special show coming up that i don't know we i guess we shouldn't give it away but we will be touching on this topic very exciting very exciting i like how i don't remember what he's talking about but <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we could talk about it later um but yeah no i think that that's um yeah, I think a, for Pool House TV, I think a, t- a dating show would be great. I also think a reality show where people on Twitter have to live IRL with all of their people that they like feud with on Twitter would be very funny. Yeah, um, I think we're I think we're good right now. How much longer do you have? A? I'm yeah, I can go for like fifteen more minutes probably. Okay, hell yeah, um, let's let's yeah, let's get it so. over the hour. Um, but yeah, I would love to see like everyone like who's beefing on Twitter have to live in like a house together. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a it's like fish tank, but like we really drive home the fact that like you have to fall in love with each other. You can't just be monsters. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. 
Who else? He's gonna make? he's gonna he's gonna hate that I make this joke, but I I would love to watch Jack and Basil locked in a house for like three months together. <laughs> oh, oh me too. Just... Are you fucking? Are you kidding me? I, <laughs> I, I would I would go and pay for talk to speech like every minute. <laughs> I would really want to see who like who lives in the in the end or what happens. <laughs> Two faggots enter. One faggot leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Two faggots enter. One faggot leaves. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other MILF related. Um... Well, so I looked up the top 10 sexiest movie MILFs. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Good for you. So, oh, yeah, well, I figured we can go through and maybe have a discussion here. So, number 10, like, I'll count down. Number 10, of course, we've already discussed a bit Jennifer Coolidge and American Pie. Mm-hmm. Um,. Does anyone else, Monty, were you, you're like a little younger than us. Was American Pie still like a thing when you were uh, growing up? Yeah, TBS reruns. Uh, they yeah. used to play that movie like yeah. constantly. I mean, yeah. I, I've Same seen some version honestly. of it like a million times. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, specifically uh, American Pie 2, um, where they hit like the, the beach house or whatever. I remember specifically the guy who um, has the hots for Stifler's mom. Uh, he's like saving up all of his horniness. Like he's not looking at whores. He's not like, you know, he's <laughs> saving it all, uh, for when, uh, Stifler's mom comes and, um, uh, the day of her arrival, he like walks down the stairs fully erect saying, I'm ready just to receive the news that, uh, she's running a day late. <laughs> and yeah, I remember I, like, I've never related more. Okay. To, like, so that made an impression on you. That made an impression. I feel like in one time at Bandcamp was one of the first like memes sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was like an early version of like a meme. All right. Who's number nine? Number nine. Okay. I don't know. Have y'all, well, Diane Lane in Unfaithful. Have y'all seen that? I movie? mean, I know who Diane Lane is, so I can comment on Diane yeah. Lane, whether or not I've seen the film. <laughs> yeah. She looks, she looks good in that movie. Um, she I, think she's, I think she's still hot. She's in the new, um, you know, there actually is a show coming out that I've seen the screeners for um, called, uh, it's like uh, Truman Capote Swans. And that's that's kind of a MILF-centered show because it's like Chloe Sevigny, Demi Moore, Diane Lane, oh. um, Callista Flockhart, and uh, one other one. Anyway, they're all women in their 40s and 50s who are <laughs> still hot. So... That's kind of a milf milf coated show. All right, who's eight? Nice. Uh eight. Kim Basinger in Kim Basinger. Mile. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I kind of I don't really remember Eight Mile that well, but yeah, she's she's a good looking woman. She was in the um she was in one of the Batman movies. As oh. um as a but whatever her name. I I, I don't know comic book like names. Diane I don't Lane know is, if that is actually does look enough incredible. performance to warrant a number eight top sexiest cinema uh, movie. I mean, she was also the the babe in um in L.A. Confidential. I mean, Kim Basinger, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The milf, the milf uh, fatale. Well, our resident milf appreciator gives her the the thumbs up. So well. <laughs> it's interesting that Kim. Basinger is another not actual mom. All right, keep going. Oh, really? No kids. Interesting. <laughs> we're cracking uh, the lid open on MILFs here. I, I, we're I think, really. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally fucked that up. Her daughter, <laughs> she has one daughter, Ireland Baldwin, of course. Oh, and oh. it's a Baldwin? Let's go. Yes. 
Yeah, I forgot about Ireland. All right, keep going. Who's number six? I also forgot about Ireland. Don't know. (laughs) Okay, um, number seven is Maria Bello in A History of Violence. Is that something (laughs) anyone has seen? (laughs) I mean, A History of Violence is a great movie, but like, it's hardly like, it's not sexy. It's not really MILF-centered from what I remember. (laughs) But I mean, I guess she is hot. <laughs> okay, keep going. Oh. She is hot. Yeah. There's like yeah, this I mean, scene. Like... I guess I'm looking up pictures now. There's this scene of her in like a cheerleader outfit, and she's like lifting up her skirt. Maybe that's like the reference. Mm. 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 Okay. All right. Got it. Well, I'll allow it. Um. Okay. Number six, Ava Mendez in Training Day. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think Ava Mendez is super hot, right? I, like, I mean, well, uh, married to Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have two. And they have two kids. Real mom, and it's a Latina entering the. <laughs> yeah, some representation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think she's gorgeous. I, 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 I. She passes. I think. I can't believe her and Ryan Gosling have two kids together. Right. Ryan Gosling seems young to me, but I guess he's not that young. He's got that dog in him. <laughs> oh he's younger than her interesting oh mm-hmm. there you mm-hmm. go so he 43 and 43 and 49 that's their ages all right um okay halle berry and monsters ball nope halle no. berry's not a milf i like so this is kind of like the whole thing is like so um <laughs> this is something that uh i, I kind of wanted to touch on uh with uq is um kind of like how like twink death is uh, like how like a, a like a, a a young twink becomes a man. Um, it, it's similar with uh, like the milf is like the death of the coquette. It's yes, the, like the death of the waif is when like she becomes a milf, and right. Halle Berry could still get away with like playing like a twenty six year old on TV or something. She could still play like Catwoman, <laughs> or truly she could. I exactly exactly like like there's nothing there's nothing about the uh, the like over the hump fertility about Halle Berry. Like she's still just fine as fuck. I cannot, have you guys seen Monsters Ball though? I haven't. I haven't, no. It is one of the most, her and Billy Bob Thornton, it is one of the most disgusting and depraved sex scenes I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It goes on for like 10 fucking minutes. You see Halle Berry's like literal asshole. Like it is insane. It is insane. I I couldn't even when I watched it. I was like, I cannot believe. I was like, maybe I was like, maybe America is racist. Like I was like, I couldn't <laughs> believe that like the first African American Academy Award winning woman had to do this scene with Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay, well, Billy Bob had like immaculate Riz back in the day. I yeah, know. I don't know. He's Angelina Jolie. No, yeah. he's super hot. I'm just saying it was I mean, like he was like grabbing her pussy on like red carpets with like totally. <laughs> like it's but like the scene what is, was he getting away with? The scene is crazy. Both their kids have died, and she goes, "Make me feel good. Make me stop feeling this." And then he like just slam, like just fucks her from behind, like into this couch. It is insane. It is truly. It's worth. <laughs> <laughs> you can check it. You can check it out. <laughs> um, okay, who's next? <laughs> should put a link to that (laughs) show notes cue yeah (laughs) um okay jane seymour in wedding crashers oh yeah oh definitely Definitely, yeah that's another one too american yeah okay that scene was was hot when she's like feel my fake 
tits or whatever. Uh. <laughs> yes, Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. Okay, keep uh, keep going. Okay, um, Demi Moore and strip tease. Yeah, yeah. I think Demi. Yeah. I think Demi Moore is a male for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. So, we'll, well I mean, it's also like and there is like, there is, like famous, such a uh, like. Sorry, like, go ahead. We are like going into like. Like we are kind of blurring the lines between like MILF and Cougar here. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. But Good like the Cougar is like great archetype. Again, it's what we're like, like. Mrs. Robinson is more of a Cougar than she is like a MILF. I agree. Uh, I and agree. the term like the um, the like fangs out, claws out, like like I, I will have this young boy. Like that's that's a great archetype. Yeah, and Demi Moore is really uh, tipping that line, and I think she's a famous. Um, IRL, her and Ashton Kutcher, of right. course, were like yeah. a famous sort of MILF-coded couple or cougar-coded. It's it yeah, is that was when I first became aware of the for the term cougar was from yeah a relationship. And your search history has never been the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, have not seen striptease though, but I'll take the word for it. All right, who's next? Um, okay, number two. This is sort of obscure. I don't know. Not the person, but Angelina Jolie in Beowulf. In Beowulf? <laughs> I don't think it's Angelina Jolie in Beowulf. I think it's Angelina Jolie in Alexander. In Alexander. Shout out, she shout out Bear Because she plays the chaotic BPD mom to Alexander <laughs> the Great. Uh, Alexander um, and also um, she's Mr. Like, and Mrs. Smith. Oh, my God. Oh, she's insane yeah, in that movie. Yeah, she's super hot in that. And I can't believe they like downgraded Mr. and Mrs. Smith so much. It's so demoralizing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even All want right, to talk about it. Who's number one? <laughs> uh, okay, and number one is Anne Bancroft in The Graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The icon. I'm I'm really disappointed that uh, my girl Gina Gershon um, isn't on the list. She's she's oh. been uh, one of the hardest working milfs in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and milfs are milfs are funny. I, I I'm I'm sad you brought it up so late in the episode, but it is true. Like. There is a really razor's edge between Cougar and Milf. There's absolutely like a distinction there. Is yeah, it just I being thin? Is the Cougar just thin, do you think? And the Milf is a little bustier? Do you think that's like truly the difference? Mm. To me, a Milf is more not necessarily more approachable. Uh, the, sort of that, a girl um, next door quality. Whereas Milfs like do kind of have like more of that like But Aphrodite, you know, I, it's like... all subjective, I would say. It's all subjective. Yeah. Yeah. We lost you for a oh, second, Monty. What were you saying? Excuse me. Yeah, my internet's like being a pain. No, no, but, no. Don't um, worry about it. Just, we lost you uh, just for a second. You could just say it again. Gotcha. So I think that like MILFs kind of do have this more like fertility, like Aphrodite, like quality towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, where like they are kind of like the, the fertility statue, blah, blah, blah. But um, I just think that the, like the cougar is like, like the uh, the ferocity and the like, take what take what's theirs of like a divorcee, is like very hot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Like um, it, yeah, even if they're not like divorced, the that like divorcee like energy. Right. The cougar is more the predator, and the mm-hmm. milf is more of like a neutral sexual character in the sense of like. Or like an object of desire. An yeah, object exactly. of desire, right. Uh-huh. Whereas a cougar is more of an active... Uh-huh. Well, it's like you imagine the MILF undressing. The the cougar undresses in front of you. 
Yes, uh-huh. I agree. And I think, yeah, I think it's, I think you've actually maybe hit on a really important pop cultural point <laughs> toward the end here and that Anne Bancroft is more of a cougar than a milf, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hey, listen, like a, a five out of 10 becomes an 11 the second she starts being attracted to me. Like, let's put it that <laughs> um, Well, I know A is going to have to go in just a minute. Do we have any like final um, milf, milf, milf musings? Um, uh, I, so as much as I like the Renaissance of, um, like these women, like, uh, Julianne Moore and, uh, I mean, Chloe Sevigny now counts because she has a baby, but like all of these, like kind of, I, I, I really hesitate to say over the hump, uh, because I don't think that's true, but like these, like, like late, later in career and later in life, if we're going to go in like, like women's shelf life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, going on like the cover of Vogue and like they're allowed to be sexy now they're because they're like at a certain age like being like dressing and revealing clothes and like donning like their tits or whatever uh is empowering when they're older but like when Billie Eilish does it it's like abuse (laughs) I think that it's we're we're in this weird period right now where like MILFs are no one's really asking for them so there's like this weird pushback on it, but at the same time, like milfs are supposed to be a rare breed. Like the all the stepmom porn on Pornhub and all <laughs> is like it's weird how obviously like comedians talk about it all the time, but like I don't think there's been an actual discussion on like what that is like doing in relation to like pop culture. I, I don't know. I, I feel like if uh, like someone help me out here, I have this like weird, like tangential thought about like the stepmom genre and like, well, what you, what you made me think of immediately is a, sh- is a show. And I know if you have to go, a just, you could just bounce out. We'll be, we'll be okay. Whenever you do. Yeah. Well, um, I just we, wanted to, before I, I head out, I just wanted to say thanks for talking. Mills Monty had a good time. Hell yeah. Anytime, anytime. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll go a little, we'll go a little longer. Yeah. But, yeah. You uh, guys should. I'm, I'm going to probably have to leave. But okay. sounds good. Well, um, I look forward to talking to you on nights. Yeah. Yes, hell we'll yeah. Next, hell we'll yeah. see you in just a couple of days. Um, excited. All right. What you got me thinking about, Monty, was how um, I was thinking about how Desperate Housewives was kind of a seminal MILF yes. moment, don't you think? Because um, that show was like kind of a mid 2000s and that gave a bunch of like older ish actresses sort of a another chance at being sexy. Um, and I do think that show kind of blew open the door to like, you know, uh, Older older actresses can be sexy. They can be objects of sexual appeal, a la Julia Moore, Julianne Moore, or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it, it's tough because like, like I, w- women want to be attractive and they want to be desired at all ages. I mean, we don't need to go and like do the polemic of like the the fourteen year old who like is like purposely like to catch a predatoring um, like guys in her area, um, but like when you're 40 years old and like, let's say you've been through like a really tumultuous relationship, you just got out of a divorce or like you've been with you're, you've had kids with someone and like that, like impulse to be desired again and like reentering the market, I think is more like the MILF, like, like that, that's more of like the MILF attitude. Mm. Uh, it, it's kind of like, 
married women can obviously be milfs and i think that that is like part of it how like they are like a chaste woman like they are like taken uh but the like emancipation of a woman of a certain age who still had like who still got it quote unquote uh like the crow's feet and but like she has like uh like plenty of money to go and afford all of her like like days of beauty blah 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 it's i don't know that it's it's very sexy and it's very alluring. Uh, I'm very pro milf, obviously, but uh, I think that we're in this weird period where younger women are like not taking agency, and it's up to like forty year olds to like be sluts now. I, I don't know. I, I'm no, not being very not eloquent with saying this. No, no, no. I get. I I actually I got the train of thought now because you're you're totally right. So. There's a few things going on. First, I think you're right about the stepmom aspect, right? It's like a woman who's been emancipated from her family life who's still sexy, right? That's mm-hmm. that's that's like that's clearly a part of it. Um and you can see that. I mean, I think porn is one of the last places you can look to really see uh what's actually going on in a culture and we see that there. Yeah. But you're kind of right. There's like this weird I mean, when was there the when was the last time there was like a Britney Spears esque like young sort of slutty coquettish like pop star who was actually giving that like who that was their brand it's not Billie eilish it's not olivia it's not olivia rodrigo or whatever i mean none of those had to have been lana back in 2012 yeah that's That's what i'm saying so it's so it's been a while since there has been that like coquette air you know like pop star kind of thing and the closest we have now sort of is like Sydney Sweeney, I guess. Mm-hmm. She counts. I think she's sort of But even that. she has like milf features. Like that's kind of the problem. Like like the huge yeah. tits and like the like the 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 blush on the um uh, on the cheeks while also being this kind of like hapless. I, I don't know. It's uh, at least her character in Euphoria. Um, I mean, Sydney Sweeney kind of has teen mom physiognomy. I mean, she's yeah, she does. But she kind of has that, you know. Without a doubt. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting that like, because it's like if you think about who gets to like be like a slutty diva now, it's like we're we're about to watch J Lo, who I think is like sixty. <laughs> I know uh, the J Lo movie is like, oh my god. Uh, and well, she's 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 the Super Bowl halftime show, so we're about to watch J Lo. Like, sh- I'm sure she's gonna like you know do slutty dances on stage. But it's like, why is J Lo doing that? Like, where is the modern day Britney or Christina who does like the slutty? You know, I mean, so much of this is just like stuck culture, like Lindy Man's like whole like thesis or whatever. It's um, it, it's not even necessarily that like. MILFs are in vogue now. It's just that these are the only women who are allowed to still be sexy. Um, right. Because if the woman is too young, and by too young, I mean like truly like under 30, that's how yeah, insane yeah. it's gotten. It's like maybe predatory to think she's hot. So it's like the safest route to like a post Me Too sex symbol is like a MILF. <laughs> you know, are we I mean? ever going to run out of things that like Me Too didn't ruin? I mean, I swear, it's crazy at how, like, it feels like every week there's something new that, like, Me Too is, like, the, like, <laughs> to blame for. I know, but it's so true. It's, like, it does feel like the pop, like, the young pop girls, and I'm saying this is, this is going to sound really faggoty, but I'm fine with saying it. It's, like, 
the young pop girls can't really do that type of like sexual appeal anymore. Like, I don't think like Olivia Rodrigo could start dancing like Rihanna and it would be okay. No, no, it's tough because like, you know, then you have like these, um, these like, uh, these like alt girls or whatever who are like basically androgynous and they're not, their sexy is not like the traditional sexy where like, you know, like people like, uh, like Caroline Polachek, uh is doing this like weird like Satan ritual, uh, but like contorting her body that like, like please eat a sandwich. Like I, I don't know, it's it, it's just weird. Or you know you know who does get to still do it, but I feel like it's sometimes so grotesque. It's like we don't even know what to do with it. Is like black like rappers, women. Yep. So it's like I mean, WAP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. They still are. They still kind of get to do it, but it's like. Now we're at the point where it's Ice Spice saying, uh, "You think you're you the, think shit? the shit? You're a fart." fart. <laughs> it's like it's like what? I don't know. It's like it's interesting that they get to be so crassly sexual, but it's like somehow. I, I feel know, like yeah. we're I feel like we're reaching an impasse, like as a culture, where um, like, yeah, black women are still allowed to be like very sexual. Uh, and still get to like participate in this like hoe culture, slut culture, or whatever. Like at least like outwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we're reaching like an impasse, uh, or at least like you know coming soon. Um, like saying the n word when rapping along to songs in your car, and like also like black women being able to like still be like very sexy is. I feel like something like the levee's about to break. I feel like we're like one really big thing piece away from like civil war on this issue (laughs) yeah i just wonder if someone if there seems to be a media space for someone to really come in and bring some sexual kind of energy to the culture but i don't know i mean we'll just see who uh i think we're gonna have to need another um uh like janet jackson like wardrobe malfunction like yeah i I feel like like a taylor swift um, like had a wardrobe malfunction and then like much like she did with like the whole like reputation tour or whatever uh, came out with um, like the whole like, yeah, only fan drop. I feel like we'd be yeah, back on track thing, here. The thing with Taylor that's so weird is I, th- I think, and I, I understand she's a wood for most guys. I'm not saying she's an ugly woman, but she's not, but she's, she's kind of aggressively unsexy. Yes. I agree with you. Like, I don't think she has a lot of sexual, like, she's not a, like, she doesn't have an, as Dasha would say, an easy sensuality. She no, I, give... I, think, I think that she's, like, a very pretty, like, cardboard cutout. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't, like, it's, again, I don't think that that's necessarily a person. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what's up with her. Yeah, she's, she's a total psyop situation. Do you think she's, like, I don't know. I wonder if she's, like, truly, like, a Satan <laughs> worshiping monster. She could be Rosemary's baby. She could be. Yeah, or she's just like a megalomaniac, like sociopathic, like wants to be a, you know, just wants to be rich, which is more, you know, we see that all the time, so. Uh, Well, I mean, with Taylor Swift, it's tough because it's, uh, the the whole, like, started as, like, this country act and, like, in Tennessee or whatever, and um, we'd go to all these fairs and, like, sang the Pledge of Allegiance at the age of, like, seven or something. Uh, to then, like, completely abandoning, like, all of that, like, after, like, the Red Album, uh, to be, like, this pop star, 
there definitely was like some Faustian like element there. Yeah. I just wonder, I also wonder what she's going to do because I feel like she's hitting the point where she has to have a kid or she's going to sort of not, you know, I mean, whatever rich women can have kids whenever they want, but I'm just like, I feel like she's at the, if you're going to trace her like narrative, she's been doing like looking for love, looking for love, looking for love. She's Mm -hmm. clearly at the point where it's supposed to be like, love is found. (laughs) Yeah. it's tough because like sex in the city and like a lot of these like uh female um like I, these like archetypes or whatever uh i don't even know what i'm saying there i, I just looked up taylor swift and she's 34 years old she's probably she's, she's getting that old she's getting engaged to travis kelsey over the summer and i, I think it's because she's already pregnant uh but th- there's no way that like she's definitely gonna flush it and uh because like the swifties are like a rabid bunch but um, uh, and like if they did the math, it would be devastating. Uh, but th- that being said, it's like if if this doesn't work out, if there's like one scandal where like Travis Kelsey like breaks up with her, I do think that like the Swifties will be mobilized to become like full blown fem cells and go and like commit like Omshin Rikio style attacks on her ex on like Taylor Swift's ex boyfriends. Yeah, totally. I mean, if he. Yeah, or if he, what if he, like, gets caught sucking dick or something? That could be, like... um... The the thing is, I feel like that's not a deal-breaker for these, like... I mean, well, the the Cat Williams interview that came out, where he was, like, talking about, like, putting on the dress uh, for, like, black men. Um, (laughs) I I do think there, like, is an element of, like... It's okay if, if, like, Jacob Elordi's, like, girlfriend catches him, like, sucking dick or whatever. Uh, That doesn't really matter, because, like, it's... uh, the backlash of actually being upset about it is worse than like the impact of it at first glance. Totally. I mean, it's so, they're all such perverts in my opinion. And I, I believe, and I say that with like empathy for people in the industry too. That's why like everyone who gets mad at me for making Jacob a Lordy molested jokes. I'm like, do you he's literally realize- molested. Like I, I know. And like, I'm like, here? I'm like, do you fucking realize I'm making a commentary on how depraved this industry is? Like I'm actually making a joke to sort of talk about how depraved Hollywood is. Like I'm he not went on fucking SNL and said, I'm a baby girl. Like, I'm <sighs> sorry. Like that's like, uh, he's like a regular tall, like good looking straight guy. Like what happened? It's, it, it may have been his decision to do th- these things, like go out for Saltburn, which was a good move. Uh, and then also like pretend to be like one of these like internet gay guys or whatever. But like, it wasn't his idea. Like until someone said it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he definitely has been <laughs> clearly groomed into, like, the situation he's in. And, like, yeah, his complicity in it, who knows? I mean, like, we're not there. I'm sure to some level, like you said, people make Faustian bargains all the time. He might have mm-hmm. been like, okay, I'll let this studio exec suck my dick so I can become a rich, famous guy. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's possible. But it's just, Yeah. HBO is not kind to the people who like take jobs with them. Let's put it that way. No. And everyone I know who's like inside, like uh, even tangentially into the industry, like it's admits that that's all like a part of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, obviously there's like, yeah, the sex lectics of it all, you know? Um, well, I'm running out of steam a little bit, Monty. How are, yeah. how are you feeling? I feel good. Uh, I feel like we, uh, we kind of covered a lot of bases. Uh, on the MILF question. 
Um, yeah, we got into a real rhythm there. I, I, I'm excited for Sunday to do the the Shining with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm watching uh, Room 237 tomorrow. Um, Sounds good. But yeah, uh, long and short of it is uh, support your local MILFs. Um, <laughs> they need love too. And um, they have a fully stocked pantry. Yeah, we'll see you guys. You'll, I bet I bet our nice app will drop only a little bit after this drops with you. So we'll see. Come check that out, guys. All please right, and thank bye, you. Monty. Yes, please and thank you. Bye. Take care, everybody. <laughs>